Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. I'm Rebecca Plum, your big sister. And I'm Sean Serha, your GBF. We're not that hot or that young. But we believe it's a state of mind that helps us build adaptable and profitable businesses. We rely on the support of our design besties to get through each day. So let's explore the emotional, practical, and humorous sides of being interior designers. Welcome to the club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? It's great to be back here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all. We haven't done this in a minute. You know, we just, Rebecca wanted a little throwback to the times where we used to record whole episodes and then re-record them because we weren't recording them. Sometimes you got to just press record. So. Also the drink. In fairness, we're in Las Vegas. It's our last day of Vegas market. We had a little drink. I mean, we had a glass of Prosecco. It's not like we're schnocky. Well, I don't know what I I can't Speak assess. Your- I can't assess your blood alcohol. <laughs> I mean, homosexuals tend to be able to take to it better, so I don't know. No. I well, we're also recording in person, which is this is the only second time we've done it with this setup. So it's still fresh. Yeah, and and you go months between doing I it again. I went through my little checklist and oopsie. It, well, it just something didn't take and it, we didn't test. So no, we're good. So here we are. Just, you know, your favorite professional podcasters <laughs> over here. Keeping it real. Yeah. So yeah. So we are in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. It's, well, it's a Monday and we got here <clears throat> Saturday night with a lovely dinner with your favorite podcasters, Luann Nigera, Rick Campos, and Michelle Lynn in preparation for our panel that was on Sunday, which was fantastic. Yeah, it was really fun. We got to Get to know them a little bit better. We got to hang with the Vin Man. I know that was kind of cool. If you listen to Luann's podcast, her husband's really sweet. And yeah, so we took the stage yesterday. Took the stage. Ooh. Which was really, it was really awesome. Vegas market's been really lovely and accommodating to us and put us up in this really nice. Yeah, they gave us two nights here at the Encore for in exchange for our talent. On stage, which was beautiful. So, your biggest talent was sitting upright on that sofa without sweating too much. Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> that room, it wasn't their fault, but the someone had the doors open before they came to set up for the panel, and it's 110 degrees here in Vegas. So, the room was like 110, but it got started to cool down, but we were sweating to the oldies. Well, like, and if I get like my heart rate up, I just, yeah, start a little schwitz. And then me trying to hold my posture with like no core strength whatsoever, you guys. And like, I don't know why, but like my abs hurt so much at the end of the night. Like they're buried, but they hurt. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, next time we'll bring our own lumbar pillows. Cause they, we- yeah, those deep sofas and you have to sit up out. Cause you don't want to look like you're lounging while you're holding a microphone. So it's fine. It's fine. We it, did. Yeah, no, it was it was really great. And, and thank you to the hotties that showed up. It was amazing. Yeah, we gave out some little lanyards because, you know, we like... Swag. We like branded swag. And ours is cute because we have little gold buckles. You know, we want it. Everything has to be... Yeah, we'd rather have you wear that than... I mean, I'm sure the other sponsors paid for those lanyards too, but... We're, spo- we're sponsoring I want to feel special. Ourselves. I want to feel special at market. I don't want to feel like one of the crowd. I don't and wanna... so it's our it's our plan to be giving those away at all of the shows we go to, so we can. If you see us, ask us if we ask if we have them. We yeah. probably have them. 
And if you see us at our next event. High Point, October. 2023. It's going to be fantastic. We're there five days. Yeah, we're doing it. Just We're just telling you now, you're going to have severe FOMO if you're on the fence. But also the profitability. Well, And the growth and the learning and the just like inspo of it all. And the design friends that are going to be there. All the things. Like, it's going to help you year round. So if you can in any way make it work, this is your sign. And grab a drink with us. And mm-hmm. we can, we've said we're going to be there, but we're officially part of a High Point Market hotspot tour. Our date has not been confirmed. So stick with us. It's a half day tour. Limited stops, three stops on the tour. So like, we're not going to take your whole day. We're going to take you to some of our favorite places to be announced. And it's limited space. Like we just cannot have 50 plus people showing up and then having to navigate all of us through limited showrooms in a limited time span. So space will be limited. You will want to register early. Yeah. So make sure you're following us on Instagram if you're not already. And there are tens of thousands of you who are not followers on our Instagram who listen to, we know you listen to the show because we see how many people listen to the show. You are listening, but you are not following us. So at Hot Young Designers Club on Instagram. Make that conversion now and sign up for our newsletter because we announce these things. Like right now we're only sending like one or two emails a month. Like you can handle it. Mostly one. (laughs) Come on, girl. (laughs) On average, it's maybe 1.2. Yeah, like, <laughs> if there's like an event or something, we'll make a special announcement. So sign up for that and you'll get the link and be first to hear. Yep, at the bottom of our homepage, hotyoungdesignersclub.com. We, oh. really, we really won't spam you, like truly. We, we don't have the energy to do that. <laughs> no, and while we're on housekeeping, we forgot to mention this the first time we went through this. Art listener survey. Yes. I don't, when is this coming out? I don't know. Sometime soon. But Before the survey's over. Yeah. So we want your feedback. We need your feedback. We keep like kicking around ideas. And we what do you know. like? What don't you like? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? If we do like, this, do you want to do that? Like, I don't know. We just, it's, we try to keep it pretty short and sweet. And we have a little giveaway attached to it. So you can find that on our Instagram and in our newsletter. Yeah, linked in our bio. And if our you, website. If you want, if you look, the giveaway is we're giving away a free download in the shop. You can use the code three. for you if you win, but three lucky winners will be selected after we finish that. So on September 1st, we'll announce the winners and three lucky winners get a free download code for the shop. You can use it for yourself. Give it to a friend. We don't know what you're going to do with it, but... It's yours to have for giving us your feedback and your honest opinions. And it's so much easier than reading through like a bunch of DMs and collecting it all. But also we don't like podcast servers. don't. There's only so much info we can get. Yeah. We know kind of where you live. We kind of know what app you listen on, but it's kind of (laughs) it. Well, we kind of know what country you're in, but we don't even know like where. Well, we don't need to know your street address, but just I'm kinda... gonna find you. <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. Oh, we just <laughs> we're getting so yeah. Anyway, okay, thank you. So join us there and y'all while, have... while you're at it, rate and review. Rate, review, subscribe, but 
I just want to say that the support in the shop lately has been really amazing. Thank you to all the designers who have recommended it to their design besties and shared the tools that you're using. I think that's what's really fascinating about watching what's happening on the shop is that we're hearing from you in the reviews. Writing the reviews is amazing. That helps other designers who are thinking about it of knowing that, oh, wait, there's a real person who tried this. If you happen to be in a Facebook group and someone happens to ask a question that one of our tools could be, or our episodes could yeah. be helpful for sure. them. Sure. Because we will be kicked out of those groups for doing that. So promotions frowned upon. We cannot do that ourselves in the groups. Even when we see it, our stuff gets flagged or we get blocked if we do that. And sometimes so. it's not cool, but sharing is caring. So thank you. Yeah. Help the other hotties who don't even know they need to be hotties yet. Okay. So we are doing something kind of new with this episode that we're trying out. The title of this type of episode is yet to be determined. Well, they they probably know. Well, maybe, but we might change it. We yeah. just want it to be more current, fresh, because we're not having to like behind the curtain. Episodes are normally getting produced minimum like a month in advance. Some of our interviews are six weeks, like or further, because we're planning. We only do two. We've only been doing two episodes a month on average. So now that we're trying to think about doing a little bit more, we want one of them to be a little fresher. And we have an editor who can make that possible. Yeah. And I've been kind of telling John, like, I kind of feel like we're not talking so much about our current events. Like we used to just because of that. And we're trying to be, you know, topical and also not talk for two hours like we used to. So I never got time for that. You're welcome. <laughs> but I I just was realizing there's stuff that's been happening in my business that I just haven't been able to update you guys on because there just hasn't been room for it. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to do more episodes in general. So if you're hearing it first that we're probably going to weekly. Hopefully that... We're is, building... It's an experiment because we have to build that's on it. good news. And we have to create... We have to do more episodes in order to start publishing them that way. So... But we're feeling like some nice momentum and it just seems like the natural step to go back to that. When the people are asking for it, you give it to them. (laughs) So yeah, so this is just kind of our like current events. Watch what's happening live. We're calling it the Friday show. (laughs) No, no. Oh my God, (laughs) business of home would kill. Just kidding. (laughs) It's not news. Dennis Scully (laughs) is already annoyed that Fred Nicolaus cheated with us, even though they're in an open relationship. He did call us sexy though. The sexy young designers, whatever. No, he said sexy young whatevers, which (laughs) I'll take it. I've been called worse. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's like, we had some funny banter on Instagram, but... No, it's not it's not news. We are not journalists, let's be real. But no. like news about what we're doing. I wish I would know that they wouldn't get offended if we called it the Friday show. <laughs> that would be funny. I would okay. We're not gonna we're not we're not we're not gonna do we're that. We're not not doing it. We're not we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Maybe we could ask for permission. Okay. So so I have some updates. You've been on a journey. You've been on a roller coaster. Yeah. So, full disclosure, I think I've probably talked about it a little bit, but I'm I'm not a former banker. (laughs) I 
Financial reports do not get you turned on. Actually, they do. <laughs> when there's good money flowing. <laughs> yeah, and the like data is clear. Like I do kind of like the puzzle part of it, but I have just not had a great efficient bookkeeping process. Yeah. I moved to so I moved to Studio Designer 2 years ago, which was great. Like that's my home mm-hmm. for my business. And I feel great about it. The bookkeeper I hired has a lot of experience with it and helped train me on it. But it was a little bit of her style is a little bit more designer led, like client leading the charge on next steps. And right. I'm just not proactive like that. I have a lot of money stories stuff. I get caught up in things. If I start spiraling, then I don't want to talk about it. And it can it can feel like very, I don't have the word, but it's like, it can feel like a big obstacle. Even if it's not, it just, because it's related to finance and reporting and all of that, it just starts to feel like an immovable block. So, yes. And another full disclosure, it's like been affecting my marriage. So my husband is very... He wants to know how much money you're making. How dare he? I know, so rude. <laughs> but he, he is very much a safety kind of guy. Yeah. Like financially, he wants to be secure. His job is all roadmapped. It's very to, predictable. It's roadmapped to a retirement. Like he knows what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And totally by design. So... My Lucy Goosey, will I make money this month? Will I not? What is my ceiling on my income? Yeah, how much markup sky's, is that project going to create? And you're like, I don't know yet. Sky's mm. the limit. Also, it could go below zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that hasn't been going well for us. And it's been just a long process of me kind of getting ready to get out of my old situation and find the new situation that I needed to go in. And I knew I needed to save up for it because like I have, I had a backlog of reconciling. Yeah. 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 And it was just going to cost, it always just costs to get new onboarding. Mm -hmm. And is this new situation going to have like a flat rate that I'm going to have to make meet? And is that going to be worth it? Or how much hourly work is it going to be to get it? all fixed like it turns out like a decent amount which i i expected also to we again being very clear your past bookkeeper didn't do anything unethical there was no embezzling there was no ill will there was it's just stuff was not getting done timely quickly and you needed a lot of like reminding it wasn't a great combo for my type of like, yeah, you being laid back about it and her being laid back about it was no, not no. the combo. Like, oh, you just got that stuff to me late. It's cool. Then it must be okay if I get my stuff to you late. Be- and it just like kept yeah, going. Yeah, or like playing chicken of who's going to be the proactive one. Like, <laughs> it, it, I think it needed to be me and I'm just not, I'm not the guy. <laughs> so <laughs> You're not that guy, bro. You're not that guy. So I've just been simmering on it and getting depressed about it and stressed. And one of our hotties. Yes. Shout out to one of 
to loyal hotties. Loyal hotties, who is one of the only male hotties in our group. one of the few. He knows who he is. We we love you. Thank you. And he DM'd us about this great discovery call he had, and it was like totally timely. Like it was top of mind. Like I had just set some goals with an accountability group that I needed to handle this situation. And I went to her website and like, oh, I've seen this before. I had looked at her before and thank God she had a Calendly link, like book a discovery call. Like which 10 p.m. at night. Guys, I can book it with you. Yeah, guys, like it works because when you're ready to move on something. and I'm so desperate. Please help. And I want to do this right now. Yeah. Then having that link available, like took all of my hesitation. You made, no, you made no the first step. Yeah, and I didn't have to compose an email and tell them my backstory. I just, just do it, done, booked. Next week we're talking. So that was great. And she's just kind of this no-nonsense lady. She knows her stuff, has a team of people. So if it's someone's not on- just her. Yeah, so if someone's on vacation, then I'm like, now I gotta wait. Now I wait two weeks until I get my reply, like. And I might forget what my complicated problem is and how I'm going to unravel this thing. Like, I don't know. And now you're going to get regular monthly reporting. Yes. So I'm about one month and we just finished a month. So I think I'll get my first reports in the next week. And I feel very, very relieved. I mean, you should. I mean, I don't know. Like, nothing. You don't know anything yet, but you just know like someone's doing something and it's more than what was getting done before. Yeah, and if I don't do something, they're like, just a reminder, you are going to do those things highlighted in pink on our shared Google sheet. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit, I was. I do like accountability. I like, when because when you're busy, you're like, okay, I have to do that tonight. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do that before we watch TV tonight. I just have to get them the response. And there's certain situations. Like, I am somebody who does not like to be, I don't like to be micromanaged. Normally, I don't like people putting a lot of expectation on you. I really don't, except I, with something like this, like, please, like, nag away. I'd, I love, I personally don't mind people going, just following up, just checking in, wanted to touch base. Like, I don't mind that because. It dep- yeah, it just depends. Is there some sort buried. of emotional weight or guilt attached that's, to it or not? I would, do not bring me the like, I'm so sad. This is like, oh, no, oh. that's going to trigger a bunch of trauma responses. Like, I don't like emotional weight being put on me as though like someone else's emotional well-being depends on me. What like when the, you know, like the whole, like when people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to be having a baby and everything has to be done before that. I'm like, you should call me after the baby. Like, I just don't. <laughs> call me in 18 years. Yeah, I don't even want it. Like, no, because I'm not, I am not going to deal well with that. And I'm definitely, it's going to make me not want to comply with that because I cannot be held responsible for your personal happiness. And I have like, sometimes I feel like it's some sort of learning disability. (laughs) There are certain things that I literally don't remember how to do every month because I just create these like... You block it. Blocks of like, I don't know where to begin. You compartmentalize. And then it gets put off and then like, I really don't remember. And then you feel embarrassed because you're like, wait, why am I so stupid? How do I do this? So, yeah. So if if you're if blocked, you can relate, and it could be anything like 
hopefully you've got your books set, set and dialed. It's okay if not. It's totally okay if not, but it's not too late to always like figure it out, put money aside, whatever you feel like you need to do to make those next few first steps. Yeah. Get it fixed. Or if it's booking your mammogram appointment or getting that dentist appointment on the calendar because you... That toothache is not going away and it's not going to get better. And P.S. You should book it at your last appointment just if you're the type of person that puts things off. I do that everywhere. I do that on so many... Haircut, eyebrows, Doctors, I do it at the doctor's appointments when they're like, we want to see you in six more months or you need to do labs in three months. I'm like, okay. Schedule it now. Do it like, go, can I do it right now? And they're like, oh no, you can do it whenever you want online. I'm like, no, no, I won't do it. I got to do it now. But if it's anything like, don't like just stop beating yourself up. It's okay that it's been not the time for whatever reason, but the time can come and still happen. Be open to the mm-hmm. idea you need. So, and maybe this is your reminder. And you needed this. And you're going to feel so much better. And hopefully your marriage will improve. Oh my God, everything gets better. Your whole universe. Not to put too much emotional weight on it. Yeah. No, it's good. And I'm glad you did it. And I know you've been trepidating for months just to be like, okay, talk me into it. Like, it does make a difference. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm optimistic. What's... I mean, I'm literally like four days into trying something new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was an, uh, a participant in a mini masterclass put on by Allie Faulkner from AEF Interiors. And I don't know if some, she's also a hottie, so she's probably hearing this. But it was a really great sort of like wake up call session where she, I wrote down pages and pages of notes about client experience and her process. And I really just love seeing what other designers do. Hello, that's why we have a podcast about it which is really good to hear an experiment that she did when she was seeing conversions from like discovery call all the way to signed contract. She was seeing like, why aren't these, why aren't we finishing? So she tried something different, which is changing her discovery calls to be Zoom meetings or video calls because clients were getting distracted. People are on the phone, they're in their car, they're not watching. She's trying to refer them to a page in her investment guide. They're kind of like phoning it in. and she noticed like an immediate change in one engagement, but two also just like the sales song and dance of it all that people are seeing you and talking with you. And you're trying to like, it's like a speed date on a discovery meeting. Well, you can earn, you can build trust faster when someone's looking you in the eye. Like when we, when we record with guests, sometimes guests prefer not to be on camera. I hear, I can hear it in every episode after the change in the conversation compared to the ones where we can see. It just our gets guests. a little awkward because you don't have the nonverbal cues to work off of. But yeah. I mean, it's fine. But, but discovery meetings adds, are overwhelming. But, just, but like, the Zoom, the video just adds a layer of human connection, mm-hmm. which is a game of like this whole industry we're in. Like it's, Trust. It's about that. Yeah. And it's intimacy. Really. And we're going to need that. Like, so in full disclosure, I just did a discovery call on Friday and it's Monday. And that first, that was the first one that had booked since I changed that. So I don't even know if they booked a consult yet, but I was able to get this really engaging conversation started. And we finished in 30 minutes. I think some of my discovery calls are like 20. 
that like, I'm willing to give 30 for the amount of work that we're going to put into these projects. But I was also able to like pull up links and share things with them and like call out stuff that made it a lot more engaging than just me talking at them. And I could see that this potential client, I could see like writing down. Stuff. So I'm like, okay, good. Like they are also actively involved in this process and want to be part of it. They're doing homework. Yeah. Right. They were writing some action items for them and stuff to tell their spouse. So that felt like, oh, maybe that's been happening on phone calls, but now I know it's been happening on this meeting. And it's always like up for grabs. But that first experiment, I'm like, I'm kind of So is it officially part of your acuity where that... Well, it was easy to change it in... Acuity slash Squarespace scheduling to change over from Zoom call or discovery call to, you know, discovery Zoom meeting. But that's what they all are now or you're doing it? Yeah, they're all like that for now until like I don't give them a phone call option. They just book discovery meeting and it's integrated with my Zoom. So it's yeah, because I link. guess that's also a cue of like, don't call me from your car. Yeah, like I unless want, you're parked in a lot. In like this is a serious thing. Like you can do it from your phone on Zoom if you want. I can still pull stuff up on there. Well, that's fine. But I really want to make sure that people are with it and they're sticking with it. And I do know that there are some who just are not. So I'm optimistic. Like let's see what happens. That's a like a really good easy kind of upgrade to a process without like oh god now I got to program something crazy or write stop. Yeah, I didn't have to, I didn't do anything different. So that was like, oh, I already have my investment guide. I already have these other tools and resources that I will often refer to, but I can now share them and talk about them real time and make sure they're seeing them, which is really great. So I'm happy to try it. I'll, I'll, I don't know, we'll loop back to it and see. I'll let you guys know. I, I won't have data for probably for a long time. Like you kind of got to do. You got to do it quite a few before you know what your average conversion is or if it affected conversion. Uh, no, but I like I like that because I, I feel like almost all of my phone calls have an awkward component. Yeah. Because you just don't... And you're like, well, other. yeah, you're like, well, this sounds like something we'd really like to do. And your next step is moving to a consultation. And like, okay, let's see what happens. Like the ball's on their court. Let's see if they book. I'll let you know. Report back. Yeah. On the next Friday show. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I've been struggling with something else. Let Miss Cleo help you with your problems. 100% of us can relate. I cannot get my Instagram shit together. I just don't want to do it anymore. Damn it. But every time I do it, more people reach out or call me or message me or... I know. I'm having like a stubborn block. Like I haven't posted on my feed, I think, in a month. Oh, that's good. I think I think I had an even bigger gap between my last... And now I'm wondering. So I... June 23rd, and then I didn't post again until July 19th. So yeah, almost, you know, short, just shy of a month. And then I did... June 20th to July, June 23rd. Well, that was close, actually. Look at me go. Four posts in a month. So I've been working through another one of my mental blocks, hiring help. I did hire a VA who, she's just working a few hours a week because of 
mostly just me not having the mental bandwidth to help someone else. Like train them, bring them on board. Yeah. Answer their emails. Talk to them. (laughs) Nothing like on them at all. Respond to them, feed them, give them water. Not be a rude person. Yeah. You need more of a goldfish team than a dog team. No, I just have to, again, put the big girl pants on and power through getting... The worst part's the onboarding. The first... Yeah, and... First month is not so bad, but the first, like, three... Like, the bank made that very clear when we were hiring people. Of like, the first three months of any person who starts a new job is just, like, so much intense, overwhelming, exhausting, tiring. And then it finally starts to get easier. But a lot of people... There are a lot of people who don't make it past that first three months. They just can't do it. And I think this business has held a mirror up to me more than any job I've ever had. And I, my name is Rebecca and I am a control freak. I know this to be true. I think of myself as pretty chill and easygoing because I'm not always just beating a drum on something, but there are certain things that like, I can't, I can't easily let go of. I know. I know this with like, even just down to like the graphics and things that we post for the podcast. (laughs) Like I'm like, let's just toss something up there. Anything's better than nothing. And she's like, "Mm, no. And then it's just like, it doesn't happen. And I know that you feel that way, the same about your client projects of like, I'm not just going to throw out any design. It has to be what I believe to be like the best possible version of that design. I'm not just going to churn it out there and present it. Or like Instagram, I feel like I very much align or I very much value meaning. So I want things to have a meaning and align with my soul and its current It's a lot of pressure for a social media platform. I know. I've been loving I've been loving more designers just posting like progress pics or like Same. or they're posting camera roll f- dumps like six photos just that are just saved in their camera roll. I'm also stuff. just like, like not in the mindset. I think I've been in a lot of kind of paperwork part of my job in the last few months yeah. too. So that's just proposals and and tracking drawings like and I know I know there's content there I just it doesn't occur to me until the end of the day like everything is content yeah like I'll literally be like oh my god I didn't take one freaking picture today and then meanwhile you've made like 12 drawings for a project and you're like can someone export these these are go so I'm just publicly putting this out there that I have to like break this streak because now I'm just being stubborn and we get a lot of business from Instagram. And I, I, and I, like I that. need some business. Like I'm good right now, but there's a big dip ahead of me. And I can yeah, because the pipeline run dry, runs dry if you don't keep the water flowing. And the pipeline is dry. Like I have like some juicy projects right now that I'm in. But their, their creative phases are moving out and then there's not, there's not new ones yeah. filling in behind it. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm just here to publicly state that everyone can message Rebecca <laughs> and tell her why hasn't she posted today. Okay, I'm gonna do it because I don't want to look like the jerk. You just gotta post one thing. I know. 
Just one. I, it's also like I haven't had like photo shoots. I've had some. You don't like, need photo shoots. I know. Got drawings, you have renderings, you have material boards, you have pictures from market. Like, I see designers posting pretty flowers. Like, honestly, it doesn't, it's not all pretty grid anymore. I, I mean, I also love when they're pretty, but like, who cares? I know. I think I've just been like really creatively zapped there. So sometimes I just need to draw attention to place publicly. Yeah. To get myself out of it. So, because you don't like to be micromanaged, but you kind of need to be. It's got to be the right kind of encouragement. Okay. It's a real fine line. If you I'm go not too gonna... far, I'm just digging in. I mean, I'm not going to be good at that because that also kind of ties into the. We've been having this conversation, y'all, like in our Marco Polo group about the sales of it all and like the. We just have to do stuff as part of our job, which is talking about doing using Instagram, which is talking about like putting ourselves out there and doing these calls. And like it is really perform it is a performance. It's not meant to be performative, but like selling and putting ourselves out there is a major component of what we do. And we've talked about this on shows like with Shannon with Win Without Pitching about how. It feels icky. It feels gross to us to like have to do that. Yeah. And but I'm constantly reminded of like every time I see my friends, they're like, "What's going on? What's going on at your studio? What are you working on?" And I'm like, "I'm literally sharing stuff in my stories. Like you're not seeing any of that shit. Like you're not looking at it." And I'm like, "Oh wait, yeah. Like they're working like 18 hours a day, and they're traveling for their work, and they have kids. And it's like no wonder. And these are people I know and see on weekends." Personally, like my brother doesn't even know what I'm doing. So how are clients and people on people just on Instagram who have a husband doesn't even know? Yeah, like I don't blame them for not knowing. But like one of the things that came up was not not with us, but someone else was like, "Yeah, my sister went out and bought a sofa from Living Spaces," and I'm like, "What the actual fuck? You sell furniture? Are you are you fucking kidding me with that idea of like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Like, but also." Has the message been really clear to people around you that you want that? Maybe you don't want that, which is fine. But if you did want that from people, you should probably say that and they should know, like, and you should tell them, like, I would love to work with you. I would love to be involved. Even if you think it's a small project, I'd love, give me the first right of refusal. Like, that's not sales. That's just saying what you would want. But I'm trying to, I think we talked maybe about this in Shannon's episode of, this idea of sales of selling being a kindness mm-hmm. because to help people it's a service and if someone's not if someone needs something they don't know they don't remember every designer in their metropolitan area even if they follow or you. what you do or the type of stuff you'll do yeah so if you aren't giving them the information that might be helpful to them at that time you're not helping. Yeah. Or sometimes I even think about like, there's some services that I use, like, I don't want to be too specific. Let's say like, let's say I bought flowers like, mm-hmm. like every month and I work with a florist. If I don't hear from that florist that I had worked with for a long time, then I think maybe they don't do it anymore. 
So I'll start looking for a new florist. Right. Or they've, or you saw them doing a lot of wedding events and they don't talk about doing yeah, weekly bouquet just, service. Exactly. And like, oh, maybe, maybe they, they stopped doing weekly bouquet service because they're doing all these private they events They don't want now. my business anymore. Right. So, and then I find myself being like, well, they never reached out. So I'm just going to go somewhere else. Yeah. That's the same with us. And, but people aren't actually. They're probably not thinking that hard about it. <laughs> no. At all. They're not like, oh, look how busy Studio Plum you are is. You not on top of mine. Yeah, look how busy Rensted Interior is. They definitely don't want to work with me. It's like, no, no, they're not even going that far. It's just like not at the front of their mind. And we always say to ourselves in our private chats, like, oh, yeah, when I tell people that I'm selling something. They show up. They buy it. Yeah. Every, like, it, there are enough examples that happen. Like, I asked for... I shared some stories that showed some really adventurous powder rooms and had it. And then one of the clients I was actively working with when I was on the next call, she was like, see, and I've been meaning to ask you, like, I know we weren't supposed to do the powder room, but I would really love a cool powder room. And you shared that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that was easy. And then, and that was a gift to her at that moment because she needed to know how to make a cool. Pattern. She didn't know, and she didn't know how to bring it up, probably. But I prompted the th- the way to bring it up, and the same thing when I said I'd love to have more furnishing projects. And then someone that I had done virtual consultations with reached out to me and was like, "We've been talking about doing our living room. Like, this is me. I need to do this. Like, like literally." In all of my businesses, whenever I mention something that we're selling, someone I make pops a sale. Up. So it's just the like another designer we saw called it like dial for dollars. It doesn't have to feel like cold calling, but it's just I mean, uh, she does though. Yeah, she hers was calling people she had consulted with in the past who didn't go anywhere and just following back up. And she came across someone who was like, you know what's funny? We never got that project off the ground and we actually still need to do it. And then there... And she said she only got to like number two on the list. She and was, then, It's like Wolf of Wall, Wall Street where they like make them like go down. All the way down. Lists. And day. she just got to like the second one and was like, oh great, this is going to keep me busy. I can stop calling right now because I got the one I needed who's going to do this like, you know, multi six figure project now. And that's great. I'll stop right there. I know. So I think like I'm very guilty of feeling like I'm being annoying or like I always talk about like I think this about my back to my Instagram like oh god I talk about that project all the time and then I go back like actually I haven't mentioned that project in 8 months. Well especially if you're only posting once a month. <laughs> exactly. No one saw it and guess what when you look at the analytics and it's like oh 300 accounts saw this out of 13,000 you're like oh yeah, like th- yeah, and there's new folks who don't none of know those people anything. saw it or don't know what it is. They don't know the backstory. They didn't watch the stories. They have no idea. So put our putting our pride aside is probably part of that. And getting over ourselves, like it's not about you. This is your business. This isn't like why is no, no one being my friend? It's like no. This is like I need clients. I am in the business of having clients. Not I need yeah. personal friends to go have coffee with. Like yeah. I mean, no one are, plays with me on the playground is not what we're talking about. But there are, I mean, we do, we all know businesses or accounts that are obnoxious, but that's like a long way from what, what we're, what we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So don't be afraid to ask for business and tell people what you want is probably the shorter version of that story. And also, please, y'all, I'm, look, 
I don't mean to be rude, but <laughs> nobody needs to be buying furniture from living spaces when they have a friend or a family member or someone they know who is a designer. Like, you could direct them to a better sofa for the value, guaranteed, with your industry knowledge. Even if it's a retail, I bet you can get them to something better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And maybe make some money. I would hope you can make some money, y'all. Like, yeah, I mean, friends don't let friends buy... Friends don't let junk. friends buy landfill quality furniture. Supposedly. Not sponsored by Living Spaces. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need anyone else. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to hurt someone's feelings at Living Spaces. Sorry, not sorry. I think the Property Brothers are just fine. I think Nate Burkus had a collection there, but you know. I, I mean... Sorry, Nate are, Burkus. Who are we? And speaking of selling ourselves... Oh, <laughs> tell more. <laughs> Say more. My one of my clients signed up mainly to do their master suite, their primary bedroom suite. I'm still struggling with that, y'all. Like, just getting the nomenclature moving on, on a good pattern. But this, it was like sort of starting to come up in conversation of like, oh, we have all these other plans, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Because you know me, I'm like, I'm gonna be curious. I want to know what they're thinking of. Because maybe I can get in there on something. But then they were like, well, probably shortly after we finish this with you, we want to talk about the kitchen. And I was like, okay, I'm glad you said something because it makes zero sense to submit for permits for your bathroom. And then like six months later, let's do your kitchen. Like this makes no sense because I know they had shared with me that they had pulled out or refinanced to have equity in order to do the, this project and that they wanted to continue that into the kitchen. Okay. But they don't know like order of operations of like, yeah, we're not going to submit drawings now and go through all of this and then repeat it all over again and delay how long we're going to do it. Yeah, there's efficiencies. and Yeah, so they're, I'm happy to have them signed on to do the kitchen. Yay. That's good. There's like a breakfast nook in a kitchen that they want to like kind of combine together because they're both kind of small and not really working for their family. And it's right next to the dining room. Like this is one of those houses where it does not make sense that they have both both spaces adjacent to each other. And then there's also an outdoor dining area right next to the indoor dining area. Like it's just too many dining spaces for a family of three. It makes no sense. So from an entertaining perspective, this will be nice to give them more kitchen space to be able to use. I'm kind of excited to work with them on it. The house has some... It's like the outside of the house is built as like colonial revival, but the interior is like a ranch where it was like... 1950s, right? Yeah, like they didn't know what style was going to really take prevalence. And so the rest of the neighborhood sort of had these revival styles... Well, that's kind of a 1950s trend too, that colonial. Yeah, like we're going to straddle these two lines and oh, but it'll feel cool because it'll still look like this colonial from all the other parts of the house. But then inside, they've got sort of this like split level stuff and it's like semi-open floor plan. It'll be nice to kind of create some cohesion because the stories are kind of weird. Like there's like a vaulted ceiling over the dining room, which is like so random. Makes it honestly makes no sense, but we're gonna make it make sense. We're gonna get we're gonna get it organized. So I'm doing the dining room too. Surprise! Like so, you kind of upsold <laughs> them 
Yeah, not makes, in a pushy way. But. No, but it makes no sense to spend the money on like we're gonna we needed structural work. The engineer already had to do stuff for their bathroom upstairs. So like we're gonna pay him twice and he's gonna charge at some point there's a minimum fee he's gonna charge just to be involved. So yeah, opening up some walls in your kitchen. Can we please get him to sign off on all this at once? Can we go through one review with the city? Can we do like let's just bite the bullet? But I think it underscores how much people don't understand about the process of all of this. They just don't get how it all fits together and, and what order is best. And that's another example of sales as a gift. Because mm-hmm. they, they have no idea. Like they would, they would have spent thousands more dollars and tons more time. Yeah. To, to like wrap up the bathroom and the upstairs portion and then to have me come back later for the, it's like, no. Let's, just that, yeah, that energetic shift of, okay, let's do this again. Yeah. It's even harder. So now they're kind of going to be like, for the best sense of it, kind of locked in. It's all one permit. Once we get moving, we have to keep moving. They can still phase the work. Yeah, but it's like you're you've started. You've already invested so much into this. We've just you know we're just now starting space planning on that kitchen, so that way we can include that in the permit submission to make sure that that's done. But it's like again, people don't know and you kind of have to edge in there on those conversations we're having and like be curious, keep prompting stuff. Like, I feel like that's always one of my consult questions is like, well, what else are you thinking of doing? Mm. Like finding out what else they hate, what else they like or. Yeah. What makes sense to do. Sometimes one of, yeah. Like one of the spouses will bring up something that the other one didn't want to talk about, which is (laughs) like, okay, let's start getting this scab. (laughs) Open, (laughs) (laughs) but like I would rather surface the issue. Yeah, we'll know what's like. like, I don't want it to be festering. Like let's let's handle it. (laughs) Let's handle it if we're going to handle it. So I don't know. I'm I'm grateful to have that. And again, it was that reinforcement of like scope of work creep is a gift for us. Like. Yeah. As long as I can figure it out in my timelines, I reproposed it. I sent them a new timeline for the kitchen portion, fee update for the kitchen portion. Like I followed my whole process, but they're still anxious because they just don't know how everything fits together because now there's all these new moving pieces Mm -hmm. and we were already finished with the design phase of their bathroom. So they're like, let's get going. I'm like, hold on. You're actually going to have to put all that on pause while we wait for all the kitchen stuff to get up to speed. They're all going to get submitted together. All the drawings from the engineer have to get submitted together. Everything's going at once. Like, But in their heads, they were like, so when do we need to clean out the bathroom? I'm like, no, honey. <laughs> yeah. Your contract, you don't even have a contractor lineup. Like, don't get the storage pod yet, okay? Like, I mean, you could purge, but... But like, I'll tell you when, we're not going to just start demo. That's not how it works. Like, you're going to have tons uh-huh. of advance notice before we do it. Well, one thing we can we should touch base on base on a little bit is like our market, our post market thoughts, like trends, Vegas, Vegas thoughts. Yeah, just like trends. Trend alert: scallops are still here. Yeah, like majorly scallops, a lot. And beds, tables. Like I saw several just collections that just had scallops running through it. Mm-hmm. Lighting has it. Everything. I thought that 
I thought that there was a lot more applications that were a little bit more moody and less like sweet. Yeah, especially in color. Mm-hmm, like darker, richer finishes and dark woods. Yeah, like I, chocolate, rust, deep mustard tones, yaki colors. Well, in general, the color palettes were definitely those deep, rich 70s pretty i guess earth tones yeah but not like earth like beige like the beige and gray is gone like it's still here but i don't think you're not seeing i'm not seeing that stuff at the forefront of what most of the companies are presenting which is like hey newport beach you need another white sofa like they still have that they're just not putting <laughs> that at the for, at the forefront of their collections they're not reintroducing three new sofas with light gray upholstery on them like for, like Forehand specifically was a completely different showroom compared to when I was here last. Like, yeah. it's darker, it's moody or darker woods, like deeper finishes. It's not as much light stuff. Like, chunkier in general. Yeah. And not just them. Yeah. Like, no, multiple showrooms them. had like heftier profiles on pieces. And color, like, I mean, I, I mean, I think we're the same. We're both always just like looking for the color. We're starving. But yeah, the only real color are like, I hope you like olive and cinnamon, which I do. Those are beautiful colors. Yeah. But if you definitely do. And they're, but not a lot of blues, except I did notice a lot of powder blue, like minty ish, mm-hmm. light, light, not baby. Some, some. I noticed some more that were like those like like icy. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting because that that's one of those colors that was really big in the early aughts. If we like, Mm -hmm. there was a moment where there was like a chokehold of that blue aqua-y color. And this is even lighter than that. Yeah. It's more of like an ice blue or mint. Yeah. That's pretty. I think I, I don't know if it's done, but I'm just like done with it. Is the like nubby? Ooh, okay. That's our bottle of champagne, y'all. Here, let's do a little ASMR. You want it? Oh my god, that really worked. That was a nice little dunk. You should get the pour. That was like real ASMR. This is our show now. Okay, sorry. (laughs) So it was. I'm done with boucle. I'm done with those like nubby boucle wannabes. Every, like really, a lot of the major vendors all were showing that. And I do think it's hit like maximum saturation. I think we're past it. I mean, I'm done with white boucle, but there, I kind of, I kind of like seeing it in colors. Like I saw a lot of like olive kind of boucle and I, it's giving me just back to that 70s. I think you can get away with it, like, for sure, like, no more than once in a room. Oh, yeah. But, like, even in a house, it's tough to keep repeating that over and over in a home and have it not look like, oh, they just repeated it in the bedroom bench, and then they did it again in the living room. Like, you really want to mix your finishes and, like... A lot of it's not that soft. Like, I don't really want to sit on a whole sofa of it. It's, like, abrasive. Yeah, some of them are really low pile, I guess is how I'm going to describe it. Like they aren't 
like a Sherpa where it has a really nice feel to it. They're very shallow, very oatmeal-y, more than a true like boucle. I think it's just moved on and they're trying to make them like performance boucle. And you're like, okay, well, then you lose all the softness. Like, Yeah, yeah, but good for like maybe dining chair or ottoman or something that you're going to put your feet actually on. Mm-hmm. It can be forgiving. I'm, I don't say I hate the fabric all in one breath. It's just like, I'm going to be, how much can I pull from a wholesaler when they have most of their line is in this? Like if your beds, your settees, your sofas, your chairs are all being made in boucle, you can't mix and match very well. Like but that's where it just, you really, it, I think it's just really helpful as a designer to have a custom or semi-custom line that you can bring in for upholstery. You need all of it. Yeah. You need to do some custom pieces on top of the others so that way no one really notices that they're layering together that way. And you so can, like mix your price points up. Yeah. As but well I'm, as your textures. I'm in general, I feel like everyone's holding to bring us the big stuff to high point. Yeah. So a lot of tea, like we kind of We like, can't talk about we were told like specifically you cannot tell people this stuff. We like kind of had our press badges on this time, which was fun. We literally did. Yes. <laughs> but we had a couple companies, like one showed us some photos from a factory that she's mm-hmm. like, someone's going to kill me if I show you this. But we're, but I mean, we're not taking photos and doing anything. I know I didn't screen record, but <laughs> no, it was a great, my it was amazing. Like, yeah. And we got enough vendors telling us about some new, like, major overhauls of collections or rebrands mm-hmm. or moving of showrooms or re completely redoing showrooms for this. Yeah, like it seems like everyone's like, okay, October we're like we're through the pandemic. We're through all the like recovering of the pandemic almost. And I the mean, budget no. spend is being put back into refreshing all of this stuff now. Like, oh, we pretty much had the same showroom stuff and experience. We had to burn through a lot of inventory. Yeah, but they're also trying to build in more. I think something I picked up on from a couple is they're trying to find ways to create more experiential market experiences, whether it be the way their software works in person, the way you Mm. can try different things together in their showroom, and all the way through experiential to like, no, literally like our showroom is not just a showroom. It also has some event space. It also has a cafe. It has a patio. Like, we're trying to get people who will want to do stuff here all day instead of just come in for one hour with your rep and leave that we want to build things into it. So you have a reason to keep coming back and doing something different. And I think that's going to be exciting. Yeah. And a little bit of what we talked about with Fred Nicholas was Nicolaus. I'm sorry. It's Nicolaus. <laughs> Pardon. He did tell us how to say it. Was that they're starting to pay attention to designers as a major buying power. Yeah, like as real people. Real people with real money <laughs> who go to market and spend money for real clients. Yeah. So instead of just a buyer's focused event. Yeah, people that buy in huge bulk. Mm-hmm. We had a couple people tell us how like over overwhelmed they were with the numbers of designers, designers yeah in their showroom last in april but like and not that they couldn't new. service them but just like we never anticipated so many new designers the percentage of designers was really a lot better. and above above and beyond 
they're like predictions, which means y'all, we have power. Which we already knew that, but now they're but finally now catching I'm gonna on. use it with great power, though comes great expectations. Responsible. <laughs> <laughs> but will we use our power for good or for evil? Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> same bat channel, same bat place. So yeah, back to that. Just sign up for High Point. Okay, thanks. Yeah, smooches. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that's my biggest. Oh, and organic shapes. Oh, that was another trip. Yeah. Like a morphous kind of like, almost like a stone melted onto a lamp. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Accuracy. A really beautiful, like porous or like cool glaze or. More texture, cooler stones, not just white marble everywhere anymore. That's a big thing. Like yeah. colorful. We saw some beautiful green stuff, reds. Some like orangey tone. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be some of this stuff's going to be beautiful. A like, lot of really cool marbles mm-hmm. uh, or a little bit of smoked glass, like back to that 70s, 70s vibe. Yeah. yeah. Coming in. But so. like elevated instead of like not your grandma's basement 70s, you know? Yeah. Kind of though, a little bit like 80s, rich 80s drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine palace. <laughs> yeah. 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 But in a good way. Your 70s rich aunt with no children. And a shag carpet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. That's it for now. Well, let us know if you like these episodes and we're going to keep doing them anyway. So, yeah, we're probably going to do them anyway. I mean, we'll take your feedback, but we might try for a while. We're probably still going to do it. So, until next time, stay hot, designers. Thanks for listening to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. For more on what we talked about today, check out the show notes. Your support helps us grow, so share with your design besties. And subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our conversations continue on Instagram. And be sure to download our monthly resources on our website and our Patreon.